Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1420. Three tips to keep your inner food hulk at bay by Roger Lawson with markfisherfitness.com. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, welcome back to another edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs on the web, kind of like an ongoing audiobook, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now don't forget, we have a bunch of shows covering a bunch of different topics. Check them all out by searching for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. All right, now if you're a regular listener of this show, you know that normally Roger Lawson, today's author, writes for his own site, rogelawfitness.com. But today, I'm reading you a guest post Roger wrote for another site I commonly read from, markfisherfitness.com. And of course, both sites have fantastic information, which is why I read to you from them so often. So I'm excited to share with you what Roger has to say about keeping your inner food hulk at bay. So let's get right to the post as we optimize your life. Three Tips to Keep Your Inner Food Hulk at Bay by Roger Lawson with markfisherfitness.com. Remember that time when you ate half the birthday cake and it wasn't even your birthday because you've been denying yourself for days on end? That's hulking out. When you intend to eat just one serving of ice cream, but before you know it, your head is stuck in the container because you tried to lick the last drop out of the corner, the hulk strikes again. Hulking out is that glorious effort moment where you throw your metaphorical papers into the air, say, to heck with everything, and go on an unexpected, roaring rampage of food consumption. Instead of throwing in the towel and resigning yourself to a lifetime of yo-yo dieting and constant setbacks, it's time to fight fire with fire and learn what Earth's mightiest hero himself can teach you about overcoming diet anxiety once and for all. One. Use a less severe calorie deficit. When we're hungry, our proclivity for making food-related blunders increases by a bajillion percent. Dieting isn't something that our bodies necessarily enjoy. We're tapping into fat stores that it has grown accustomed to having. So the bigger the energy deficit we create and the longer we do so, the more inclined our bodies are to sound the feed me alarm. This is why crash diets don't work in the long run. They impose severe calorie restrictions in an all-out blitz on the fluff, with your body using all the tricks in the book to try and get you to eat more. Once the diet is over, the sense of freedom can be overwhelming, 
and the hulking out process begins, often leading right back to where you were, or worse, over the course of uncontrolled weeks or months. To combat this, more is more. To start, begin with a conservative deficit of anywhere between 200 and 400 calories, holding this level steady for as long as you can before adjusting any other variables. When the time comes, think of adding more activity instead of cutting calories further. Save that as an option of last resort. When doing so, adjust downward slowly in the neighborhood of 100 to 150 calories, letting your results dictate when to make this executive decision. The goal of a diet is to eat as much food as you can while still making sustainable progress, not cutting as many calories as possible in a mad dash for the fat loss finish line. Eating more calories while still remaining in an overall weekly deficit leads to more compliance and less hulking out, allowing you to enjoy the process as much as possible along the way. Two, don't demonize any food. When we restrict ourselves, putting certain foods onto an untouchable pedestal, it's only natural for us to want them even more. Want to ensure that you'll hulk out in a remarkably horrible fashion? Tell yourself that a food you love is completely off limits or restrict it severely. The naughtier you make the food, the higher the chances of you losing your mind when you actually decide to indulge because you've hyped it up so much. The apple pie that was an occasional thought before might as well sprout legs and embark on the epic hobbit-esque journey directly into your mouth. The only foods that are quote-unquote bad are those that you can't tolerate, can't control once you start, or hate the taste of. Approach your diet with the mindset that there are no off-limit foods and that everything is on the table. Once you know you can have anything you want, the desire to actually have it diminishes. Yeah, it's pretty zen. Three, hug it out with yourself. You're human. You're going to slip up at some point. Let's just hope your mistake doesn't involve busting out of your shirt and causing millions of dollars of damage to New York City. It's not what happens that will define you, but how you respond. A typical hulking out scenario looks something like this. Person eats something they didn't intend to or a larger quantity of something than planned. Person beats themselves up mentally about it. I knew better. Why am I so stupid? It's always going to be like this, and so on. Person then punishes themselves on top of this, restricting food severely or supercharging their activity as a way to try and recover. And then they can't sustain this level of restriction and deprivation and the Hulk comes out, and then the cycle continues. So, what's the answer? Chill out. I know, it's hard to do in the moment, especially with so many emotions running through your head at the time. I've been there many times myself. Nothing positive comes from wearing yourself out physically and mentally as a form of punishment. In fact, it just increases the likelihood of it occurring again as you constantly reinforce this pattern. Instead, Get in the habit of being more forgiving of yourself, looking to find the lessons in each setback so you can act differently the next time. Okay, so you goofed up. You made a minor error on one of the thousands of days that you'll likely live, a dribble in the bucket of life that won't mean a thing to your results in the grand scheme of things. This is a lifestyle, baby. Keeping a long-term perspective instead of boxing yourself in with rigid and sometimes unrealistic short-term deadlines will go a long way towards keeping the Hulk at bay.
You just listened to the post titled Three Tips to Keep Your Inner Food Hulk at Bay by Roger Lawson with markfisherfitness.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I want to highlight something Roger mentioned at the beginning of the article. When we are hungry, we tend to make poorer decisions about everything, not just poor food choices, everything. I'll give you an example. A now famous Israeli study looked at how parole board judges made decisions. Basically, researchers looked at when these parole judges were more or less likely to grant parole to a prison inmate. What they found was quite disturbing, actually. As the judges got hungry, they were less likely to grant the prisoner parole. The authors of the study went on to say that this phenomenon could apply to any situations where decisions are being made. But when we really think about it, it's not all that surprising, is it? Think about the last time you went grocery shopping when your stomach was rumbling. I'm sure that one or two impulse buys magically made their way into your grocery cart. That's why when it comes to eating nutritiously and maintaining a lifestyle, many experts will recommend that you don't allow yourself to get too hungry. Feeling a little hungry is okay, but when we start to feel too hungry, it may lead to fewer healthy decisions. Or to use Roger's words, it may lead to hulking out. All right, that'll do it for me for today. Don't forget, I'm gonna be back here tomorrow for our usual Friday Q&A. So definitely come back for that where your optimal life awaits.